0: Hello, my name is Ina O'Connor, and today I'm joined by Dr. Stuart Turvey and Dr. David Patrick from the University of British Columbia, who are the authors of a new study assessing the link between antibiotic prescribing in infants and the development of asthma later in childhood. Thank you both for joining me today on this podcast.
1: Well, thank you for having us.
0: First of all, Dr. Turvey, please could you explain what is already known about the link between prescription of antibiotics in infancy and the development of asthma later on in life and how the association might be mediated?
1: For many years, people have been looking at asthma because it's such a common and burdensome problem in children. And the concept of the hygiene hypothesis has been explored for many years, this idea that perhaps we've become too clean and that's uh, causing some of the increased rates of asthma. And one of the big features that's come up there has been exposure to antibiotic and also exposure to other things that might change the bacteria that babies are exposed to. So, for example, if a baby is born by cesarean section rather than vaginal delivery, that can increase the risk of asthma. If a baby lives on a farm and is exposed to animals, that can protect against asthma. And so there's this convergence of evidence around the bacteria that live with us and within our bodies, and we call that the microbiome. And the data had suggested that antibiotic exposure uh, was something that could seem to increase the risk of asthma in children.
0: Dr. Patrick, you and your colleagues designed a study to try and clarify whether changes in antibiotic prescribing practices in recent years have had an impact on rates of asthma. What were some of the challenges in answering this question, and what were the findings of your study?
2: Well, in the beginning, what started us on this course was an observation that the rate of asthma in young children appeared to be falling across the entire population of the province of British Columbia. And knowing the background that Stuart has just talked about, we had to ask the question as to whether that could be connected with a decline in use in antibiotics in babies. We were certainly able to document that decline in use in babies, but we thought, well, you know, uh, DVD sales and other things have also been falling over the the same period, so we needed to interrogate this more closely. We first took a look at whether we could use uh, antibiotic exposure as a predictor of asthma at small geographic scale, taking into account other important factors like pollution, sex. And the relationship seemed to be uh, very strong. But because we were looking at this in a population, we knew that to overcome the limitations of previous studies, we needed to work with a prospective cohort study, the one that Stuart leads. And the sorts of problems that we'd seen in the past had been that um, it had been very difficult to um, uh, correct for um, problems in interpretation. What is if the virus that uh, makes a kid sick is in fact the player in creating asthma uh, and not the antibiotic that the kid gets because they were sick and they went to the doctor? Uh, those sorts of factors needed to be designed out of the problem. So that's why we went to the... Uh, cohort study and within the study it was possible to find that this relationship between antibiotic exposure in infancy and asthma later on in childhood was there and it was there even when we took away some of these uh, relationships that could confound the observation. It was there even when pollution was factored in, even when mode of delivery was factored in and all of these other factors that needed to be considered when you think about the development of asthma. But then uh, with a, a strong Strong epidemiological association in two kinds of studies in the population and in a cohort study it was also a good idea then to sit down and see if this was biologically plausible.
0: Do we have an understanding of any of the mechanisms that link antibiotic exposure to asthma?
2: So one of the
1: powerful things we're able to do in this study was start to look at the mechanisms that linked antibiotic exposure in that first year of life to asthma in eh, children later in childhood And what we did was look at the microbiome. We looked at the bacterial communities within the stool samples of these children. And what we found was that uh, the children who received antibiotics had uh, a less diverse microbial or bacterial community within within their their stools and that they had lower levels of uh, six specific uh, bacterial taxa um, that have immunomodulatory potential that have the ability to to train and, and teach the the immune system. So through this we were able to to develop a model that antibiotic exposure impacted the structure of the microbiome in these children and it was through that that their risk of asthma was, was modulated. And And that's important because it maybe gives us ways of thinking about if children absolutely need antibiotics, maybe there's ways to replace these important bacteria and, and then mitigate the risk of asthma that seems to be associated with, with that antibiotic exposure.
0: Prescription of antibiotics to young children is a tricky clinical issue, with the doctors having to weigh up potential benefits with potential harms in each case. What are the implications of your findings for paediatricians and parents?
1: Our study has some important uh, messages for pediatricians, for parents, for family doctors. One is the importance of cherishing antibiotics. We should be giving antibiotics to children who absolutely need them, who have bacterial infections, but we should be using them cautiously and minimizing the use as much as possible. I think that's the central message of our study. We also showed that mode of delivery is important in the risk of asthma in children in the child cohort. And so if it's safe for a baby to be delivered by regular vaginal delivery, our medical system should be encouraging that because that offers many health benefits and may offer some protection against asthma. Dr. Patrick can also talk a lot about finding the balance between antibiotic prescribing and optimal health for children.
2: So in entire countries, in populations, it seems that the efforts that people have been putting in uh, towards prudent antibiotic use, led by Dame Sally in uh, the UK and others around the world, um, are certainly a good idea to begin with. They're reducing unnecessary antibiotic use and adverse effects and reducing the risk of antibiotic resistance. Uh, But we think that these um, programs are imperative um, that the main, main um, conclusion from this study is that every jurisdiction should be considering reducing unnecessary antibiotic use because there could be these extra benefits in terms of asthma and other allergic conditions. It's important to balance that also against any negative effects of reduced antibiotics and I need to say that here in British Columbia we've been looking for those and we're not seeing any of the complications of under-treatment with antibiotics that one might expect if we'd drop to the rate too low. Thank
0: you both for your time.
2: Thank you.